everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in again for episode two of Let's Read the Bible Together. I'm Bill Chappelle, your host. Uh, you know, in the first episode, we talked about um, my journey a little bit, that I'm not a preacher or an evangelist or anything of that nature. I'm just an everyday, you know, Christian working to um, live for God every day and, and, and read His Word, because His Word is, the Bible says, it's the bread of life. And that bread of life is the Word of God, and that life is, uh, He gives it to us more abundantly. And I'm very thankful for the opportunity to be able to uh, share it with you today. Like I said before, sometimes the scriptures, you know, people, your Bible app can be some impersonal, but the, like I said, though the Word is not impersonal. But I wanted to share it with you today. I do apologize uh, you know, with life and work and things of that nature. I just got in the way, and there's been a length of time since the first podcast to this new one. And I want to thank Tony. Uh, for listening, and I appreciate your uh, taking the time to to listen, and I hope it was a blessing to you. And anybody who listens, I really hope that it is a blessing to them too. Uh, Let's pray first. As always, we always start uh, the podcast with prayer. Heavenly Father, we're very thankful for this opportunity today to dive into your word, to delve into the scriptures, Father, to, to read about you and the truth of your word. We ask that now, I ask that every listener be blessed, that their understanding be opened, and I'm thankful that, that I have an opportunity to use this venue, that I can be useful to you and your kingdom, a useful vessel, and however great or small, that someone's life can be touched. We love you, Lord Jesus, and thank you that you are God that hears us. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, also, uh, if you feel you want to contact me, please feel free to contact me via this venue. I'm very thankful for that opportunity. Thanks for taking the time today to listen. We're going to be in Genesis chapter 2 today, um, and then we're going to go to Psalms chapter 2, and then Matthew 2. Uh, and this, the, and the format may change, by the way, uh, depending on uh, people's tastes or time. Uh, feel free to contact us, uh, contact me via this venue, and uh, let me know what you think. If it should go longer, shorter, just let me know. Thanks so much. Uh, Here we are. Genesis chapter 2. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished. And on the seventh day God ended his work, which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work, which God had created and made. This is the history of the heavens and the earth, when they were created in the day that the Lord had made the heaven and the earth and heavens, before any plant of the field was in the earth, and before any herb of the field had grown, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth, there was no man to till the ground. But a mist went up from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being or a living soul. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord made every tree grow that was pleasant to the sight and good for food. And the tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge, of the knowledge of good and evil. Now a river went out of Eden to the garden, to water the garden, and from it parted and became four river heads. The names of the first was Pishon. It is the one which skirts the whole land of Havala. Havala, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. Bedalim 
and the onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is Gion. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Cush. The name of the third river is Hidakel. It is the one which goes towards the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. And then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in that day that you eat of it you shall surely die. And the Lord God said, It's not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all the cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a helper comparable to him, and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. And the rib which God had taken the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother, and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, and the man and his wife were not ashamed. That's Genesis chapter 2, verses 1 through 24. 25, I'm sorry. Isn't that amazing? We talked about It's really, that's the, the guidelines for marriage right there. A man shall leave his mother and father, be joined to his wife, and become one flesh. It's interesting to see how so many people become... Uh, they kind of look like each other, you know, after a while, or they kind of, they just kind of know each other's thoughts when they find that, that someone that, you know, that they're just sanctified by the Lord. It is kind of amazing to see that happen and transpire. I know there's over the 30 years I, you know, uh, close to 30 years of being married, that, um, how we just become, grow together, and it takes work, obviously, and both parties have to, you know, really work at uh, a good marriage. And that's what I think we have. But the Lord, obviously, marriage takes more than just a man and woman. It takes a man and woman and the Lord at the center of all of it. Well, here we are, Psalms chapter 2. Thanks for hanging with me. Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their courts from us. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh, and the Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. Yet I have set my king out of my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. It's talking about the Lord Jesus. It's speaking of the time to come. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance, and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. I'm sorry, the pages got stuck together. That's as real as it gets, folks, right there. You shall dash them like a potter's vessel. Now therefore be wise, O kings, be instructed, you judges of the earth, serve the Lord with fear, and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the sun, lest he be angry, and you perish in the, in the way. 
when his wrath is kindled but a little, blessed are those who keep and put their trust in him. That's Psalms chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Let us jump over to Matthew now, chapter 2. Amazing, isn't it? Excuse me. Wise men from the east. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem, Judea, in the days of of, of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem, Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come will shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared, and he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. When they had opened their treasures, when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. But Lord's working right there, huh? The flight into Egypt. Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. And there... And it and, and was there until the day of Herod, until the death of Herod, I'm sorry, it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I have called my son. The Massacre of the Innocents. And then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry. And he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were born in Bethlehem and in all its districts from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men, then was fulfilled that what, what fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation, weeping, and a great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted, because they are no more. Now when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the young child's life are dead. Then he arose, took the young child and his mother, and came to the land of Israel. For when he had heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea instead of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there, and being warned by God in a dream, he turned aside into the region of Galilee. And he came and dwelt in the city called Nazareth, that might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. That is the end of Matthew chapter 2. I'm going to thank you so much again for, for hanging there with me. And, um, I appreciate your the opportunity to uh, 
and to, to read the scriptures to you. And I, I enjoy it and, and I'm blessed by it. Thank you so much. God bless every one of you for listening. Take care.